0: Section 9 of Birds and Nature, Volume 10, Number 3, October 1901. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Jonathan Arnold. The Tree Sparrow, Spizella monticola. I like to see them feasting on the seed stalks above the crust and hear their chorus of many tinkling notes, like sparkling frost-crystals, turned to music. CHAPMAN One who loves birds cannot fail to be attracted by the sparrows, and especially by the tree-sparrow, whose pert form is the subject of our picture. This little bird comes to us in the eastern United States in September or October, and remains throughout the winter it is at this time common or even abundant as far to the westward as the great plains and is rare farther west it is a winter bird and breeds in the colder latitudes north of the united states where it builds its home of grasses shreds of bark and small roots interlaced with hair not high up in trees as its name might indicate but upon or near the ground gentle and of a retiring disposition they prefer the cultivated fields the meadows the woods with their borders of shrubs or the trees of the orchard such is their confidence however that they will even visit the dooryards and prettily pick up the scattered crumbs or grain while tramping through a meadow in early winter and before the snow has disappeared or the frost has hardened and changed the surface of the earth the tramper may frequently disturb numbers of the sparrows flying from the dried grass they will seem to come out of the ground Speaking of such an incident, Mr. Kieser says, This unexpected behaviour led me to investigate, and I soon found that in many places there were cosy apartments hollowed out under the long thick tufts of grass, with neat entrances on one side like a door of an Eskimo hut. These hollows gave ample evidence of having been occupied by the birds, so there could be no doubt about their being bird bedrooms. These little birds seem almost a part of one's animal family, and a companion in those regions where the snow covers the ground a part of the year. They chirp and often sing quite gaily in the spring. They may often be seen when the thermometer indicates a temperature below zero, and the snow is a foot or more in depth. Seemingly, all that is required to satisfy them is plenty of weeds from which they may gather their seeds. They are driven southerly only by the lack of suitable food supply. Often they may be found resting under clumps of tall grass, or vines on which the snow has gathered, forming a sort of roof over their snug retreat. Whether rendered careless by the cold, or through the natural heedlessness, they are very tame at such times, and sit unconcernedly on twigs. It may be a few feet distant, chirping cheerfully, with the plumage all loosened and puffy, making very pretty roly-poly looking objects. A very pretty sight, and one that may frequently be seen, is a flock of tree sparrows around some tall weed. Some of the birds will be actively gathering seeds from the branches of the weed, while others will stand upon the ground or snow and pick up these seeds that were dropped or shaken off by their relatives above. While thus feeding there seems to be a constant conversation, if we could but translate this sweet voice chirping Perhaps we should find that they are expressing to each other the pleasure of the repast this giving them. Their song is sweet and pleasing. They are not constant songsters, but seem to be moved by some unseen spirit, for a flock will suddenly burst out in a melody of song that is entrancing. He who has been favoured with such a concert is indeed fortunate. Their whole being seems to be brought into action in the production of this song which is somewhat crude and laboured in technique, but the tones are very sweet indeed, not soft and low, but quite loud and clear. Quite often the song opens with one or two long syllables, and ends with a merry little trill, having a delightfully human intonation. There is, indeed, something innocent and childlike about the voices of these sparrows. The tree sparrow is often called the winter chippy, and is confounded with the chipping sparrow, which it resembles. It is a larger bird and carries a mark of identification by which it can be easily known. There is on the greyish-white breast a small black spot. Moreover, the tree-sparrow arrives its winter range about the time that the chippy retires to the Gulf States of Mexico. End of section 9